Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Kenneth, you're very welcome to episode six of the Scaling Your Business podcast. Delighted to have you here. Uh, you know, for those who are new to the podcast, we focus on one of the 13 blind spots that can uh, hold back an otherwise healthy business. We have our guests, we're lucky enough to have Kenneth today, to pick three to four blind spots and we kind of do a deep dive into them. And that's the guide for our conversation. The blind spots we're going to focus on today are sharing your vision, lead generation, accountability, and hiring. But before we get into that, why don't I give the microphone to you, Kenneth, to kind of tell me, I know you've been involved as the MD of West Tech Technologies for almost two years now, but you're older than two years. So kind of tell me what got you to that position. Yeah. Um, okay. So basically my background is an information, information technology background. Um, like it's gone on for, for, for a long, long, long time. Was basically set up my my own company, um, and the reason behind it was because of one. I felt that in the business that we were looking at in in Ireland itself, that there was kind of negligence, or not even negligence. Basically, just like all our small businesses were getting left behind. You know, there when, yeah. when it came to information technology, they were getting left behind. There was no one really working with the, the, the SMBs of, of Ireland where we can go into a customer and say, okay, well, look at your many employees have you got? Well, I have four. Okay, well, let's help you. Let's use technology to help you grow, you know, and, and, and it's, let's, let's digitally transform your environment, you know. And, it, and if you look at like Ireland as a whole, like, the, 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 like most of the businesses have 50 employees or below, you know, yeah. so it's, 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 it's kind of like there is a big, big market for it, you know. Um, and so like in, in when I was working for these for, 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 for these multinational companies, we wouldn't even speak to anybody that had like eight or nine employees or any partners or the channel that we were dealing with would very, very rarely um, touch anybody with, 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 with less than 10 employees. So I just felt like, look, there is a bit of a gap in the market. Um, I know the technology, I know a lot of technology. So I just said, like, look, let's let's build a partnership. Let, let, let's build, build my own company. And it's been... Um, it's been good. It's it's been a roller coaster, you know. But um, it's it's been pretty good. Like we're we're growing immensely. Like we're like we're 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 taking on customers daily as such, and, and we're growing. And it's it it has has been really really good, you know. It's um yeah, it's it's exciting, you know. Nice. Well, what a time to start that, you know. To just shy of twenty four months into the business, so uh, kudos to you for starting it at that time because that can't have been easy. Um, I like the way you've identified that gap in the market. You know, a lot of the clients that we work with will will have like a minimum cap of the size of a company that they'll work with. So, like for example, there's an a, an artificial intelligence company that records calls, and they won't work with anyone. Uh, they won't go into a team of uh, fewer than fifty salespeople. So there there's definitely a gap in that market, and I can see from your experience, you know, you spend some time at. We work at Semantic as well, and you've spent some time there as a as an engineer as well. Um, 
Well, awesome. And I do want to say congrats to you, first off, before we jump into this. I saw on your LinkedIn that you were nominated for a Cork Business Award. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. Like we, um, we, 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 we've done a bit of business down in Cork and um, one of our customers nominated us for um, it's the Remy Martin um, Award for Cork. Now, we ideally, in, if it had been in better times, we would have been down to Cork. There would have been a full award ceremony and meal, drinks, the whole lot. But um, yeah. they were going to do something kind of online, but just the way the way things panned out, they put us in. Yeah. I think we were part of the 200, the chosen 200 of 200 kind of thing. Um, but like, yeah, I, like we, one of, one of our engineers is from Cork. He's, he's from down there. And um, we do, we, we do have customers down there. It's, it's, it's uh, like the people down there are very, very nice. And there is a lot of business and opportunity down there. And I think um, a lot of business in Dublin kind of stick to, stick to the Leinster area, you know, but like, I think from a West Tech perspective, we are trying to really, really get out to the, the countryside and really really talk to businesses that are outside dublin and give them a little bit of leverage now a lot of the time they don't really like the dublin prices but we can we, we can kind of uh yeah we can we, we can work that out for them you know because um that, that that's one of the first things that they say in a small business oh we don't want those dublin prices and uh but um yeah <laughs> it, that's that's one of the obstacles that uh, you just have to overcome as such as a tactic in itself it is um yeah, it's it's great to see uh, that there's lots of small to medium to large. Of what I know, we're focusing on tech, so we'll focus on tech for this conversation. Firms dispersed around Ireland. You know, there's we always talking to a company the other day, Smart Bear in Galway. They're not a small team. There's Quest. There's Dell down in Cork as well. So um, there's plenty outside of Dublin. So let's jump into the blind spots. We'll focus on lead generation as the first one the reason why i want to focus on this first is because this is episode six i've recorded a couple of others so i've probably recorded nine at this stage and no one has chosen lead generation as a topic they want to talk about so i'm curious from my side what made you choose lead generation um well to be fair like it's 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 an obstacle that every business has to overcome yeah um from a lead generation perspective, I'm, I like as an as you know, I'm in business probably like over eighteen months. We have tried and tested multiple things for lead generation, you know, and it's 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 crazy the amount of equity we put into put into like lead generation and and tools and um, teams and 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 so on and so forth, you know, and it's it's amazing like the the thing that we've actually found that works. Is the cheapest out of a lot of them. Believe What's that? Um, well, LinkedIn Sales Navigator, I find, is 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 a magnificent tool. You know, really, really gives you the ability to go and have conversations with the relevant people. Um, also, we have mo- most of the team that are, that are within the company where we're part of BNI, and um, which is Business Network Ireland, and we find that like that does get us referrals. And I think one one of the key areas is customers your existing customers getting those referrals from the from the existing customers and, and and they will be the three that i find don't really really cost that much you know i have invested thousands in marketing i've invested in lead generation teams i've invested in tools lead generation tools and they have come up short 
you know and why um, why do you think that is the, the focus on like the lead generation things that you've invested in that have come up short because i'm a believer in linkedin myself you know i can attribute a lot of uh hard dollars uh, euro sorry to linkedin but i've fallen short on some aspects as well i think i think one of the key the key things that, that uh, with linkedin or the likes of bni and stuff like that is the personal touch is when you're speaking to a prospect and you're, you're 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 talking or you're reaching out to a prospect it's that personal touch it's like cold calling rather if you have a tool that's let's send an, an email cold emailing half the time it doesn't work and, and, and you're heading down a, a bit of a rat hole because you have all these gdpr requirements and and stuff like that where people are and like a lot of people do tend to get pretty annoyed when when they're getting these emails and they don't know you're they don't even know you you know so it's i think i think that the email cold emailing is kind of dying in a way because we have these kind of uh, compliance uh, laws coming in and i think from a from a social media perspective it's growing social media is really really growing it's it, it's grown immensely since the lockdown um, and i think the way we communicate I and mean, we speak to each other has changed for the greater good um, although we don't get that personal touch anymore where we can go and have a round table with someone and, and, and be able to speak to them face to face and get their kind of um, reaction to certain things that they're speaking. I, I, I get that totally. But I think from a, from a prospecting and from a lead generation perspective, the tools that, the, the tools that I use, LinkedIn is, I, can, I can't fault it. I think it's amazing. Um, and then when you have someone in the BNI group, when you have um, people that like we we have a BNI group and there's like 25 people in the room. I, I hold the IT seat. They open up their phones. They all have hundreds of contacts and they know people and know people. And even like if we're trying to, let's say for instance, I've been I've been trying to get into a, a certain company based in London where, where they have BNI groups across the world. Um, and I'm getting in contact with the BNI group in London to try and get in contact with the owner of that of that group. And that's something that they're going to do for me. So it's kind of getting an introduction to, to, to a certain individual. Or if you feel that you want to speak with someone, let's say I want to speak to the CTO in the HSC, I can say, okay, look, I'm looking to speak to this guy. He's a CTO in the HSC. Who knows him? I know someone that knows him. Or, do you know what? He's my next door neighbor. You know, so that's that's the kind of, uh, and it doesn't cost much. Like to be annoyed, like you, 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 get, you get back what you put into it and you get back more from, from a monetary perspective. Interesting because we've at Sandler we've got a research center. You know, Sandler's a global company. We own the uh, Irish franchise, but uh, as part of the research center, one of the most effective ways in terms of generating new leads is referrals. So interesting that you chose that. You've mentioned LinkedIn a couple of times. You've obviously mentioned network. I'll put BNI under the networking bracket, and then I'll put you. You mentioned some other source of referrals as well, tapping into your current clients. I don't know whether that was tapping into your current clients to look for introductions or to grow more into that account. Yeah, well, we've had we've had in the past where we have our current clients that um, if you do a good job, you get recommended. You know, and and that's and that's the bottom line. You know, I, I'm I'm an advocate of making sure the job is done right, it's done professionally, and every the customer's happy. You know, and that and that's key because your customer, like a customer, can give you one good review, and you'll probably get you can you can get four. They'll tell five people how good you are, but mm. they'll tell twenty people how bad you are. Yeah, 
you know, that sort of way. So if you if, if, if you do a bad review, they'll tell everybody. But if you do a good review, they probably won't tell everybody. Or if you, if you do a good, good job, they probably won't tell everybody. Probably, oh, yeah, I recommend it. Or if it comes up in conversation or whatever. So it's key. Like, it's key to have a team that actually shares your vision as well from a customer service standpoint too, that they know that uh, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's not their business, but they're treating it as if it is their business, you know, and, and they will look after the customers in, in, in that respect too. Yeah. I find it to, to include it in the, in the part of the conversation, you know, if we, or when we achieve this, uh, would you feel comfortable introducing us to X, Y, and Z? Um, so that they're aware that, uh, it will happen. You've touched networking. You've also touched referrals and you've touched LinkedIn. You say that in terms of the networking bracket, you want to uh, branch out more. You gave the example of the London example, but I'm curious to know, I'm assuming LinkedIn will continue to have a key role in your lead generation side of things of the business in 2021. How do you use sales navigator? Do you post content? Is that something you're going to look into doing more of to get more out of LinkedIn or do you feel like you're maximizing the most that you can get out of it? Um well I to be fair one of the things that I feel that we're not that we're lacking on on LinkedIn and I'm in, I'm guilty of it as well is posting our successes. We don't we mm-hmm. don't really post any successes. We don't like they're like the guys are out doing jobs and doing jobs every day of the week, you know, like, and, and, and why we, we should be taking a lot more pictures. We should be putting it onto LinkedIn. Yeah. We putting it onto Instagram, but it's not, it's, I, and that's something that I find like that we, that we don't do, but I'm kind of like, should we do it? Or should we keep it, keep it kind of um, private as such, you know, but like, uh, we, 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 like I, I do go to certain groups and, and people are like, Oh my God, you're mad. You should be putting all that stuff on LinkedIn. Let people know mm-hmm. what you're doing. Um, celebrate your successes, you know, that sort of way, and I think so. Maybe that's 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 kind of an area where I do where we are lacking, um, and maybe it is an area where where we need to kind of kind of put it in as one of our key KPIs or or objectives that we need to do when the job is complete. We can do before and after pictures, tell the story, um, and give customers or give potential customers a little bit of an idea of okay, well, these guys are actually doing work, you know, and we can see with our own eyes that they're. They're completing jobs and the jobs do look good because like a picture tells a thousand words, you know, yeah, you, for sure. You can, you can go and talk about whatever, but like the picture does tell a story. Well, there's two things there. One, I like to, for example, take that Cork Business Award you were nominated for. Like I like, I'd, I'd be posting that to remind current clients that they're working with the best out there. Mm. And then from a posting content point of view, whether it be before or after pictures or videos, I can hand on heart say that, you know, six out of every 10 conversations that we have with a prospect, they reference the videos that we put out and they say, I love the videos put out and they'll go as far as saying that video put out last week helped this area uh, or your constantly top of my news feed, uh, which makes it easier to uh, get your, your, your foot in the door. So um, I'd focus on those two things if that is something that you're looking at look next thing i want to focus on the i had two other questions in in lead generation which was can you talk me through your top three lead sources which i think you've identified already as linkedin referrals and networking um does calling 
play any part in your lead generation. You know, you started the business, what, 18, 20 months ago. Uh, I don't know how well known you were in the industry, but I, I would have assumed you would have started with calling. Yeah, absolutely. Like we, like when, when I first started, like it was, it was basically just sitting in, sitting in my office, building a website um, calling all partners that that that, that I that I knew from based in the UK and and Ireland, um, to kind of build out uh, a relationship and let them know that I have actually went out on my own now. Here's the customers I'm targeting. Here's the technology we're trying to provide, um, and so on and so forth. You know what I mean? But like it, it's it's it did like yeah, it's it's building on that network, the current network you have. Um, it's hard to like I started the business with little or no money. You know, it's, 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 um, from, from that to where it is, yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's started from nothing, um, and to grow it substantially over the last, um, 18 months where the opportunities that we're involved in now are, are, are massive, you know, like we're, 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 we're only after, um, like one of my networks is, is, um, the key, a key company based in Silicon Valley. Nice. The technology, technology they're selling is um, it's basically a cyber a ransomware protection. So it protects the database. Uh, we are the only MSP outside of uh, US selling that product for them. Uh, potential customers getting on the phone and just like going through your phone book, ringing people you know already, you know, and talking to the people that you know. Like it's it's very very hard to to to, to go out and start on your own. But like once you get the first customer, it gives you a lift where you can say, you know what? Yeah, this is working. This getting this, that first one is always the hardest. Yeah, always. you know, you know, and, and and experience is the key. Like the like, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I've I've like had plenty of opportunities over the last uh, since since we started business, and like I've won some, I've lost some, I've lost some big ones, and like you can't win them all, but like no matter what opportunities you're working on, you're always going to get experience out of it. You're always going to get customer value out of it. You're always going to get, um, where did I go wrong? Or, um, or, or like one of, one of the key things was that we're, we're not big enough, you know, we're, mm. you're not big enough to support us right now. That's fine. Okay. But we, within West Tech, we, we, we only have, we only have a certain amount of employees that that's fine, but we have a partnership. We have partnerships all across Ireland and the UK refer someone or give them give them some work and they'll always come back and, and, and give it back to you you know and the good thing is about Irish people they never forget you know they they they, they don't they like now there is there is people out there that will take 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 but like you, you, that's that's all that's all the point you learn it but like if you give 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 and if you give like the, the stuff that I've given business to and I haven't even like or even doing something for them for free or you know it's all about giving them value they'll always come back and go here, will you do that? Or, you know, the sort of way. So it's, it's kind of, that's like anybody that's there now, give some value, give them like liaise with your, with your phone book, liaise with your network, try and add some value where you can. And um, now obviously you need to pay bills and stuff like that, but just to get yourself in the motions, learning your business, learning what you're doing and building up that kind of reputation because it's all about the reputation like when i first started out i didn't have a reputation no one, no one knew me you know but they, they knew me but they didn't know my business or anything like that so that's the key the more you do it the more you're going to get experienced in it the more you're going to be able to objective handle questions and stuff like that and the, the the more like like the key thing is like 
no matter what, if you're failing, keep going. Roll up your sleeves, start again. Where did I go wrong? And don't get down. You have to keep your head back up and just don't give up. Because if you give up, you're... If you don't meet your expectations, I'd also not look at that as a loss, though, because you've gained a ton of knowledge of, like, what to avoid. You've also probably gained some yep. new connections as well. So, like, when you start again you're not starting from the same position on the racetrack. If I want to use that as an example, you're starting from a completely different position, you know? Um, yeah. I know Absolutely. myself having, this is my second business involved in the first one I found that called Don't Paint Seagulls. That starting, that was quite daunting. And, but looking at 12 months in, it's that snowball effect of, okay, to, to get to build a snowball is going to be difficult and to get it to start rolling is difficult. But once it starts rolling and it has that momentum effect, it gets bigger and it gets bigger and it gets bigger. Yeah. Pieces will fall off every now and again, or a larger snowball come in and be thrown at you. But as long as you continue to uh, head down and do the right thing, you'll look back after 12 months and you'll be somewhat shocked. Um, I'm sure if I had told you, you know, 20 months in the business, did you expect to be where you are today when you first started? Uh, or could you imagine being where you are today? Maybe you could, but at that particular time with no customers, it was just a thought it wasn't in place. Yeah, like that's that's like that. You're, you're 100% correct. Like, well, I didn't expect to be there. But you know what as well? I actually am glad that we went at the pace we've 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 gone at mm. you know because i find that if you go into business and sometimes like i've seen in in the past in in bni and stuff like where they're getting so successful and they're a one-man band or there's two or three of them and they're getting so successful and you can't keep up with the work and then customers end up getting um not the care that they they deserve and then they end up turning away and moving to someone else you know so I think I think with the pace that we went with over the last uh, twenty months or so has been really really good because we're gradually building, we're gradually hiring, we're gradually getting getting to to, to the to the expectation where we want to be. But it wasn't just a free for all in the beginning because like we we had time to learn, had time to sit back and actually identify where we went wrong and build on it again rather than just having hundreds of customers coming in and you're just yeah. free fall and you're going to ruin, you ruin your reputation and your brand before you even have it. Well, you make a great point. You know, I uh, worked for my father years ago and uh, I wanted to make that transition from employee to having him as the, uh, the first client. So did that set up the business and I gave a talk out in the States to a room full of prospects, potentially, you know, business owners. And afterwards, there must have been 12 to 15 of them that came up and said, you know, I want to, I want to give you money to, to do this for me. I was talking about the results I'd gotten having worked with him for a year as a client. And I remember in the cab on the way back to the airport, him saying to me, you know, delighted for you that there's so many people that want to work with you. But if I had a piece of advice for you, it's uh, pick one and prove to yourself that you can do the results outside of having worked for a family member nail that rather than just take on 12 to 15 and completely flop it and then you're nowhere and i did that and i grew at a nice pace yeah next blind spot i want to focus on 
um, hiring. You know, the lots of studies out there, Harvard Business Review, Saddler Training, say that the cost of a wrong hire can be five times the annual salary of that person. So, for example, if the annual salary of a new hire is twenty five thousand, the the cost of messing it up in potential lost business is upwards of one hundred twenty five thousand. We look at recruitment as a four-step process, recruiting, interviewing, inventory, and decision-making. Can you talk me through your process? I know you mentioned you have an engineer down in Cork. Uh, do you go to an independent outside board for advice? Do you use psychometric testing? Is it a good field? Do you tap into your connections that you have? Um, yeah, like to be fair, hiring has been um, an obstacle that we've had to kind of learn as well as kind of test trial and error kind of thing you know and like what what i found is a lot of the time when you're hiring something someone their details on their cv doesn't really translate into how they work you know if if, if you get me you know um or sorry let me rephrase that their ability to do the job as such yeah um so you could fake an interview pretty easy yes absolutely and so like that, that, that that's what we've seen in the past um, like I am an advocate of like when it comes to techies, like one of the key things I look for is communication um, and the ability to be able to have some good customer service, you know, because that, that's that's something you can't really learn as such, you know, and if you're going into a customer's environment um, you know, you can learn your technology, you can, if your technology is not going to change, but when you're dealing with the general public and you're dealing with uh, customers, you have different types of customers, different attitudes, um, different cultures, you know, sort of way. So like yeah. you need to be able to go in and, and, and speak to customers in such a manner and, and, and be able to understand how they're feeling from an emotional perspective, you know, sort of way. Because when you're, if, if, if a customer is, let's say for instance, the server's gone down and you have an SLA of an hour and you're there in an hour and 15 minutes and the customer's given out, you know, it's, it's kind of right, okay, how are we going to sort this out or how, yeah. like, you know, sorry. So you, you need to have a little bit of emotional intelligence. Um, I think, I think key, key thing is communication and just be like, have that customer service background as well. The tech stuff, man, you can learn that, you know, but like, obviously, obviously we, we need someone that can go in that can go and identify and troubleshoot and stuff like that, you know, but like, I think I, I go with my gut feeling as well, where you kind of know when you, when you, when you meet someone straight away, whether, they're, they're going to be they're going to be okay or not you know and um, obviously there's reference checks and stuff like that that will, will be done um mm. but uh yeah a lot of the time is go feeling and kind of um I'm, I'm a i'm i'm i don't really like to give people a chance in the beginning because i think business is too valuable but i'm sometimes you say to yourself you know what yeah he's all right but like you know what Maybe I'll give him a chance to see. And like sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. So when you say you don't give people a chance, I'm kind of confused. If I'm a new hire, um, um, <clears throat> what's my role then if I'm not given a chance to kind of show to you oh. that I can, I can, I, I can, I can do the job? Um, well, let's say for instance, if we have a new hire that's coming on and he has a CV, and a CV is only up to a certain extent, but he's saying, but look, I know if I come onto the job, I'm going to learn X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. and I'll get up to, or I don't know, 
certain um, architecture. Well, you know what? I'm going to learn it. And I, I, want, I want this job so bad that I'm going to learn it. That's, that's what I mean about giving someone a chance, giving them an opportunity more, more than a chance even, you know? Mm. Hey, well, look, at your CV is good, but you're not covering the kind of areas where we're looking. And if you're willing to come on and work with that and apply yourself and, and develop that area, why not? You know, we can, we, can, we, can, we, can work that, we can work with that for you. Rather than saying, okay, now let's throw the CV in the bin. We want someone else that can do it. So, so West Tech, yeah, West Tech is not a multinational corporation, but you got to compete against them for talent. How do you do that? Well, from what like you need, I, I need people that are going to share my vision, mm. share my goals, you know. And 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 there is people out there that don't want to work for multinationals. There is yeah. people out there that are willing to come and work in a small team, and you can say to them like. Right. Okay. Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you this role, and that's your part of the business now. And I want you to develop it out. And you know what? In a couple of years' time, you're gonna be running it. You know, you're running mm-hmm. already. You're gonna be running a team underneath it. I'm gonna be giving you budget, and you're gonna be hiring your people, and and so on. And that's gonna be your your part of the business. And if you can speak to an individual and they can share your vision and share your goals, they will they will come on they will come on board. You know, there's, there's no doubt about it. And like, if they can see that uh, success is only around the corner for them, yeah, they, they, they probably will go with the with the likes of us for before the likes of Dell or whatever you know. Um, you you probably I don't know like the way times are now. Who, who are you better off going? Are you better off going with the Dells? Are you better off going with the small companies? Or you know, well, be- there's safe. To there's be there's definitely benefits to both. You know, depending on one risk adverse comes into it you know how how risky are you as a person i would lean on the sides of working at a startup compared to a corporate way more flexibility the ability to get your hands dirtier there's not as much corporate politics or jargon um to me that is way more appealing and exciting but again i'm willing to take more risks than than others you mentioned sharing your vision do you have a vision for your the, the the future of West Tech, well, our vision our vision is simple. It's help our customers grow through the technology, you know, and and and, and that's and that's what well that's what we're going to do. We're we're, we're helping. Well, help, let me rephrase. We're helping our customers grow drive the growth through technology, and that growth stands for more money, um, the business growing as like grow, grow your 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 employees. Mm. Um, it could be anything, you know. And, and growth, growth is when you speak about growth in business. It's it, there's a number of things, you know. But I think if you have the right technology in place, you can really, really grow your business. And another thing that I'm an advocate of as well is that, like, not going in. Like we, we went into businesses before, and they're and kind of two or two or three people, and they're set up that they should be running Microsoft data center, and you're like holy moly like why why do you have all this stuff like you've you've two firewalls you've you've a five terabyte server that's not even being used you've all this and the guy's like i'm not technical and i was like well you're you're a salesman's dream you know you you went in and just he put 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 a quote in front of you gave you a lot of jargon and you signed it off and they came in so like we're, we're an advocate of basically giving the like at the end of the day, like you can have a Ferrari and you can have a BMW, you're still going to get to the shop. Yeah. 
you know, it's it's or you can have a Rolex and you have a Casio, you can still tell time. You know, it's 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 just about knowing where the customer, what the customer's requirements are, what their needs are, and fitting the correct solution in place that's going to be affordable for their budget and it's going to do do what they need. You know, you don't need to have this top of top of the end stuff, and that's putting money back into their pockets that they can use for maybe the market their business or, or or whatever. You know, rather than like using as it it shouldn't be an obstacle for them yeah yeah for sure that's crazy that definitely is a salesman's dream but that's also not a proper salesman that's the type of salesperson that gives uh sales such a bad brand you know yeah. it's 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 down there uh used car salesperson is probably the most looked down upon uh job you can have and it's because of people like that that just take advantage, you know, true salesperson comes in, identifies if there's a, if there's a need and if they can help and uh, to, to grow that company rather than just coming in and try to showcase their product, showcase how great they are <laughs> and then hit their target. But also I you know, hit targets, obviously you can do it on both sides, but just coming in to push their product. Um, yeah, it definitely gives a bad name to the to the industry, and there's so much of that, you know. And then earlier on, you talk about um, cold outreach, but like just dropping thousands upon thousands of email as well. There's so many different things that give this industry a bad name. Anyway, I digress. Um, accountability is the last thing I want to touch on. The fourth blind spot. What does accountability mean to you personally? Um, I believe it's taking responsibility for your actions, whether it's good, bad. Or whatever you know i think i think like if you go through life and if you mess up or if you do good just be accountable and especially if you do mess up be accountable because i think if you are accountable people will see it in they'll have a lot of more time for you you know and, and you just have to be kind of like and one thing is that like i find that if you're if you're speaking to people or if you say i'll be there i'll be at that meeting uh, at 10 o'clock in the morning and let's say you don't turn, turn up, you don't ring them or whatever, um, you have to go back and say, look, terribly sorry, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I, I've organized meetings with people in the past and they don't turn up and you never hear from them. And you're just like, okay, right. That's, and that's kind of it. It's kind of a big, big no-no for me. I think, I think you've got to be a man of your word. Um, and and that, kind of, that kind of rolls into accountability as well. You know what I mean? Your word is, you're, you're only as good as your word, you know? And in business or in but for any customer, if you're not as good as your word, they may as well go somewhere else. And accountability, if you do mess up or if something does happen, you have to put your hands up and say, look, that was us. And we know where we messed up. We won't do it again. And I think yeah. for, I think, I think if, they, if they see that and not hiding behind or not making excuses or blame or whatever, they'll think more of you. They'll, they'll, they'll be mad at you. But down the line, the time, as the time goes on, They'll think more of you, and they'll probably trust you because they know you're 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 not running away from them. And and you, you mentioned a couple of staff. How do you communicate that to them? I know you said you know you hold your hands up and say, "Look, that won't happen again." Them seeing that in itself is somewhat communicating it to them. But how do you communicate that to your staff? Um, well, I just think like the the relationship I have with them is like we speak daily, two three times a day. We have we have a close knit team, kind of like a little family, you could say. Yeah, um, we're, we're always on the phone, we're always communicating each other, where be teams on the phone, email. Um, and I just think like the, the vision that I share 
they kind of share it as well. And I think from, from an individual, from a hiring perspective, you, you know who you can depend on and you know who you can, who, who you can actually, you know, is going to last within the business. Like I, I've had people that, that come on to the team before and you know, like they're great in the beginning, but then after a couple of weeks, you're kind of like, I, I, I can see them gone. You know what I mean? They, they, they yeah. just go oh, here, well, here, this isn't for me. It's, it's, it's a, uh, it's not what I'm thinking. You know what I mean? It's, 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 um, it's too small of a company or whatever, you know, yeah. but, um, it's, it's kind of like you, you have the people that share your vision and see the, the, the bigger picture of where we are and where we're going to be. They're kind of like, you know what? Yeah. I want, I want to come on this journey with you. Let's do it. You know? And, and, and obviously if they share that vision with me, they're obviously going to like, they're listening to me being, being accountable for certain things. And they're like, yeah, well, you know what? That's the thing. It's, it's all about characteristics of an individual. You know, it's, 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 you have to, you have to pick out the individuals that do have that characteristics in the personality. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We, we partnered with a couple of people, a couple of companies for that outmatch disc, things like that for psychometric testing and understanding someone's personality style and how they communicate and, and they don't like to be communicated to. Um, Final question on accountability. It's a question that I've asked every uh, everyone who's come on the podcast so far. As a founder, how do you evaluate your performance to confirm whether you've met your expectations? For example, do you have a day set aside? Do you have a coach? Do you have someone to share it with? Do you have a group of people that you share it with as well? Um. Okay. So my goals, I set like just there's, there's a number of goals that we have um, set. Like we use we use HubSpot for sales and um, nice. we use um like we, we have support tools and stuff like that that we use where, where we where we have our kpis put in and we, we know we know we're hitting our targets that way as well um but just personal personal goals like i i know um i know what, what, what where my goal is for this year i know what what our target is i know exactly where where the business should be and now obviously a pandemic coming in and stuff like that is 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 is, is is obviously a bit of a game changer, but like yeah. I, think, I think over the last twelve months, we've learned to to grow with the pandemic, you know, to work with the pandemic and and work with work with businesses with like suffering through the pandemic, you know, like we 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 have a customers in 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 the hospitality industry and like they're open, they're closed, they're open, they're closed, and you know, what I mean, it's 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 not nice, you know, it's yeah. um it's 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 really hard, but like I just think from a from a goal perspective, is I do have a number of different goals, but a personal goal. I, I know where, where where we should be maybe the end of year um if we don't get it like I'm not gonna like be hard on myself because of the the, the environment and, and and the times we're going through um but like I if I don't if I'm if I fall short of it I'll be like well why didn't we fall short of it like am I the culprit is it is it the team are the teams hitting their targets well the teams are hitting their targets okay so maybe it's me you know or maybe I need to rise the targets or you know sort of way or no, and it's just, just sort of something like that where you're saying to yourself like okay but like the key thing for any team is number one is communication is the key and always set goals that are going to be achieved don't be realistic you know you, you, you got to be realistic you can't be setting a target where it's high in the sky number one is going to like the the, the, the the individual that has the target is not going to be motivated to, to, to hit it because he's going to say here I'm not going to hit that you know and um, number two is like just like try and build on and, and what we're doing right now is we're building a team and every individual that we have within the team have different strengths you know so like it's kind of like 
with the different strengths we're coming together and we're all helping each other you know the sort of way so it's 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 kind of like it's like a jigsaw puzzle that's coming together but everybody has has totally different yeah. strengths, different characteristics but when we come together as one team and work on something we're kind of really really like we're like one big huge individual you know which which, which, which is the business nice so, to see yeah so yeah. like the next the next piece of the puzzle is trying like if we're, we're going to be hiring probably two more people over over the next in the next year we're, we're kind of like okay well where do we need more strengths or where do we need kind of an area that that that, that we can cover into you know and that's the hard part that's that that's the very you can just hire someone and say oh, i'm just hiring you come on, come on in you know but like to, to be able to identify where you're lacking and where you need to strengthen within the team and finding that individual that has those strengths and then finding the individual that's going to want to work for you is mm. <laughs> there's a lot Especially of uh, a competitive market yeah you know like it's it's, it's tough but like, again make- like the, what what we're looking for from a from a personality or from a strength perspective other companies probably won't want you know it's 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 weird yeah you mentioned targets and um uh, having targets that are achievable uh it reminded me of a story of a friend of mine he he's bounced between a lot of the large tech firms both in here in the uk and one of the first questions he always asks around the target is uh, has anyone in the current team hit that before and not just have they hit it like you can hit a target landing a once-off mammoth of a deal and you've ticked the box but has anyone hit that for more than two quarters in a row because if they've set you a target that no one else on the team has managed to hit and it's way out of the thing, then you're almost destined to fail or fall short of that target. So, side story. Anyway, um, we've touched on accountability. We've touched on hiring, lead generation, and sharing your vision. West Tech Technologies celebrates two years in June yep. of this year. So, that's, that, that's deadly to see. And it's great to see that you've got a, a nice a nice growth t- trajectory um so kudos to you for one setting up a business uh the first celebrating your first year couldn't have been easy in the middle of, of a, in the middle of a global pandemic but to see that you've not only set up and continue to grow the business but you've also hired hats off to you mm-hmm. if people want to learn more about west tech technologies whether they're an smb and they want help from a company like yourselves how can they get in touch i know you've got a website linkedin any other ways as well yeah look we, we have a facebook page and um, west tech technologies is on the facebook page uh, we've instagram so the instagram is west tech it all one word um, and then like obviously they can contact the the, the website like the website is westtech.ie or if they wanted the email it's sales at westtech.ie so they, that will go through to um whoever's looking after the sales there's, there's a couple of people looking after that mailbox um but like yeah like i think social media linkedin reach out to me on linkedin you know or even if, if you're listening now give the page a follow and um, we, we're, we're trying to build up some more followers and stuff like that but like hand on heart we're going to start posting more there's no point in following nice. the page and you're not getting any you're not getting any uh any information i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna be one that i will post more um, and the guys are out in jobs, different jobs. I'm going to get them to take pictures and maybe before or after pictures and stuff like that, just to give people a little bit of a, um, an overview of what we're doing. We're working and we're, we're out there and we're making big changes for companies and we're helping com- customers as well, which is good. 
It's great to see. It's great to see. Well, look, I'll leave links to all those you mentioned, a lot of the social channels, your website. Amazing uh, conversation with you. And as I said, I'll leave the links to those below. Thanks again for today, Kenneth. Okay. Thanks, Ryan.